Welcome to the Straight Podcast again. Straight Podcast, we're only to a point. Um, straight to a point. Straight to a point. <laughs> yeah. Again, <laughs> yeah. we are geriatric millennials talking about sapphic stuff, or apparently anything with a hint of gayness, such as <laughs> Darna <laughs> slash Darlentina. And this is part three of our reaction and discussion about it. And I'm joined here by our resident local series subject matter expert. Amber. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Amber slash Althea moves, such as, like, uh, I think you all call me, like, all sorts of names on, mm-hmm. on these GCs from uh, Mother Pimp. Mother Pimp, Lola, whatever. Like you guys are fun. Who calls you Mother um, Pimp? But yes, it's it was a joke that like I was the resident pimp in the group chat. <laughs> but hi, hi, children, hi, children. A lot of them are really young, so I I call them like hi, children, children. Why are you still awake? Um, but hello <laughs> yeah, a lot to of the young fandom. people. Yeah, so some of you know her as Althea Moose on Twitter. And mm-hmm. of course, you can follow the podcast. By the way, it's at Step Podcast, basically where we post about new episodes that we put out. And uh, but yeah, follow her because she does daily mini reviews about each episode. Especially if you're watching Darna, you do live tweets, right? Do you watch it live and then tweet at the same time? I do. I do watch it live, mm-hmm. um, and I do review it as it goes on. Yeah. So with screen captures and and everything, and. Yeah, it's it's pretty unbiased. I don't just talk about Darlentina on my on my reviews. Um, I, I touch everything, uh, and sometimes getting the wrath of the writers, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I say it how I see it. But yes, yeah. thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yeah, I can't do live tweeting because I don't, I don't get to watch it live. Live, I just subscribe yeah, you- to I want TFC, and then what I do is that I watch several episodes at once yeah. i do poorly I with like, shows that like have yeah. episodes that come out like every week sometimes i yeah, i only do it for darna yeah I, I like the interaction that i have with the fandom i only do it like last time i did this was encantadia mm-hmm. and then before that was the rich man's daughter so yeah I, last I time i did this was trmd live tweeting <laughs> that was a so long a time fandom. ago it's more because of the interaction that you receive with it like as you Mm -hmm. live review people kind of like will debate with you and everything it's a very interactive fandom and i like that i don't get the same kind of satisfaction when i watch gma shows because for some Mm. reason their fandom's not so open to criticisms really (laughs) yeah abs shows are more open for it and Mm. there's open for like just more intelligent debate and i'm open for that so I like the interaction. That's why I do live tweets. Madami bang, mas madami bang violent reaction pag you're doing it on a yeah. They said like don't show. use. They said like don't use the GMA hashtag then if I'm going to criticize what? it. Yeah, it, it was not, weird. It, they not very much fandom, open to so criticism. Nakakatakot. <laughs> I didn't care, so you know me. Yeah, but you've I always been violence. No, I'm joking. Yeah. But you've always went by uh, at Althea Moves, right? Ever since? Yes, ever since. Mm-hmm. The listeners on this podcast was actually 28 to 38 years old. And now we have a lot of younger audience, like 18 and above. Probably and, 18 and below. Yeah, too, 18 right? and below. I think the youngest are like 16. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people I interact with. Yeah, and these kids are, are asking you out on dates, Amber. No. No. <laughs> we're not going to do Bantai Bata, please. So we're not going to do that I'm... but you, you wouldn't date someone much younger than you no my threshold is 27 to 50 to 50 <laughs> that's that's five zero not yeah. one five, five zero and people are like that's really old that's like Kate Blanchett's like 50 well Angel yeah King. if you look at it that way Angel Rino Agapisidro hello mm-hmm. yeah yeah totally And guys, we call ourselves geriatric millennials. And I advise you to look it up, like what it means, (laughs) so that you'll have an idea of what you're getting into. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's it's funny. I think like some Gen Zs think that once you hit 30, sometimes (laughs) their their 
their head is like, why aren't you dead? Oh my god. Grabe naman. How are you like on online? I'm like, god damn, man. I grew up online. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I've been here <laughs> forever. <laughs> but yeah, hello to we all. We started it. Our yeah. generation was the one of us always online. We started it. Not yeah. your generation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hi to all the Darlentina youngsters. Youngsters. Hi <laughs> to everyone. from like different ages. Yeah. Babies to oldies, geriatric millennials like mm-hmm. us. So hello, everyone. What are we like? Are we on week six or seven? I think yes, we're on week seven. Week. Oh, sixth week. We're week six. And this was a roller coaster week, wasn't it? It was. I think this week had some of the best episodes and mm. also some of the worst. So yeah. one word, like it was the worst episode. Um, but yeah, it, it it was definitely like <laughs> a different feeling each time. I had mm. feelings of like killing and then just rage, and then like yeah. oh wow, this is like a really thrilling like superhero show. So yeah, it, it was a roller coaster week for sure. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of ups but also when it's down oh my god it really felt like we were down i can't remember maybe it was a tuesday episode um there were a lot of heated tweets uh between the yeah tuesday was also when a writer literally said that they were crying so Mm -hmm. yeah it was tuesday i think that was tuesday when a lot of and the thing is like people think that it's just like the sapphic fandom like Mm -hmm. valentina's ones complaining no i don't live in an echo chamber like i don't believe in doing that i mm-hmm. actually look at casual fans i actually even look at like jane Shua tweets once in a while um but when it comes to casual viewers they all have like we all have the same sentiments so mm-hmm. it's not like just oh my god <laughs> no it, it was it was a lot more yeah well that. good so, thing you mentioned that because i was also thinking or wondering like are we just in a bubble no, we're not. We couldn't see. I, I never put myself in a bubble. Mm. I follow other Twitter timelines. Um, I follow other viewers, especially like, cause there are a lot of comic book fanboys, right? It will attract like fanboys, mm-hmm. and yeah, they they have the same exact complaints, Mm-mm. and you know that's when you have to like wonder like why is like every intersection of fans saying the same thing. The only fans that are satisfied are basically the love team fans for Jane and Joshua. Yeah. But if we're going to look at casual viewers, I think casual viewers are most important because they're the ones that, you know, kind of like are in that demographic. Yeah. That they're the ones that will most likely switch the channel and they'll say the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I think the cause of panic and alarm for the fans, um, you know, it was warranted. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was really a bad episode all throughout yeah. it, call it what it is so in one of the previous episodes um narda kind of infiltrated like a human trafficking ring mm-hmm. right and she got close to lara in just those moments that they had together and lara knew her secret which is she's narda is is darna and lara promised that since you saved my life one day i will save yours and you'll keep my i'll keep your secret so it gets to that and then we 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 you know we get Lara, and now in 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 canon in the comic books, on TV and in the movies, Narda can feel or Darna can feel when there's tragedy about to happen. Mm-hmm. That's that's canon. That's some right now. I think the character is still trying to figure out that that power that she has. But she started feeling like some sort of panic, right? Mm-hmm. And that's because tragedy is about to strike something bad was going to happen and that was Lara being stabbed by one of Mayor's henchmen and it was just the weirdest such a heavy scene so weird I was actually was surprised played. that they showed how he killed her yeah they showed how like it right? was really brutal yeah it was like it was freaking Calventophiles level <laughs> and um I, I was just like okay so you killed like your your disabled girl, and I don't even understand why she got killed because she said Narda's name, and it's not like Narda's a very common name. Mm-hmm. So they said she did it to like cover her secret. She didn't. She didn't. <laughs> she she died in vain, I think, and then it was just like very like gratuitous, and it it was just so out of place too yeah. when they started 
adding like the romantic scenes <laughs> while exactly. they were mourning for the kid. It, it was a bad episode. Call it what yeah. it is. Was it, it was, like, I was also thinking maybe they wanted to show Brian and Norda's relationship. They're getting closer. It looks like she's falling in love with Brian. I think that's the point that they're trying to get across. So, yeah, so that's the thing. When when Narda started feeling weird, like she started, started feeling like, tar- like tragedies about the strike, she calls Brian. Mm-hmm. And at that point, what I was thinking is like she needs help. She needs cop help. But yeah. now they started flirting. And it, it just like, it took a while for my brain to actually get it that she needed emotional comfort. But that's the problem when you just keep telling us instead of showing us. Yeah. There's no establishment of their emotional connection as characters. There's just none, right? It, it's just always banters. It's just always like weird dialogue about her smelling like onions. And then why would she run to him? Mm-hmm. I would think she would run to Ding. A lot of people are saying, oh, bias ka lang, gusto si Regina. I was like, no, actually, I was thinking she would run to Ding because yeah. Ding knew her. Yeah. Ding has empathy. Ding understands what she's going through. Mm-hmm. So, and Ding's always been sort of like, you know, when, when she's feeling sad and everything, she just hangs out in this room, right? So it's established that when she's not feeling too well or when she's having, you know, doubts about herself, she runs to her brother. Mm-hmm. That's what makes sense. I'm not pushing like a ship agenda here. It just has to make sense in a narrative if you're going to do that. And it didn't make sense in a narrative for her to run to Brian because the last time that you saw them talking to each other is him saying that she smells like onions. <laughs> I don't know how hetero ships are written. Well, I, you know, I should know because, you know, believe it or not, I actually date men. So it's it's just like no connection at all. So it, it came out randomly. It came out clumsily written. So yeah. even when someone was, um, you know, in the, in, in the morning scene, they were even injecting Felix scenes and it just felt yeah. really inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And it felt like again, it lost it lost focal point to your actual heroine in the show, mm-hmm. and that's when I started sounding the alarms. It's like, where is this going? What are you you even creating here? It's like, yeah, they, you show you show her fight the guy and uh, clone man, but it it was like what less than a minute, yeah. and you know while you know in previous episodes I watched, you know Brian. <laughs> and the invisible guy like uh the the ghost killer like go for a 15 minute fight scene so it, it was just like there was such a disconnect for me and i'm like what are, what are you doing to darna slash narda's mm. character yeah i said you guys are focusing way too much on celebrity power i think when darna itself is an iconic name and can attract um viewers and the viewers all viewers casual viewers are getting pissed off that they're not getting Dar- Darna. Like the joke is, is the costume just for rent? Because you're barely <laughs> using her. Yeah, they're like, is, yeah. is it just for rent? So yeah, and I, I thought the criticisms were very valid. Um, and, you know, some people are like, just wait and see. I was like, well, we're past that generation of just wait and yeah, see we're TV. Like on week six. Yeah, and and it's, <laughs> we're just kind of past that wait and see type of tv watching wait and see type of tv watching is waiting for mara in mara clara yeah exactly that's what i'm thinking right now <laughs> find a letter on top of the tv after 10 years that's not how tv is nowadays it's much more innovative mm. it's you know the audience has a say the audience can sway things the reason why stranger things is so successful is because they listen to their audience so you know, when, when the audience complains, you can't just tell them to wait and see. Uh, they're doing it for a reason. That's because they care for the show. I, I was harsh because I cared for the show. And I just thought that whole episode, if I can retcon it and forget it, that it ever happened. <laughs> if you're going to release this, release this on Netflix, just take out that episode and we're good. It was yeah. really the, the worst episode that I've seen. There were just so many problematic things about it, not just in a narrative sense, but even if you look at it in a social political sense, especially by killing, you know, this poor oppressed kid um, with a disability. Yeah. And that's my also one and, of the problems. Yeah, that I and with. there was so much attention given to that angle, right? Uh, to that art. That angle. And I was starting to think, like, what was this for? There, there better be some reason 
for this. Well, and I think at the end, the whole point was for the mayor uh, to know who Narda is and to connect her. Aside from that, I don't know, like, what else was the point? It was, but they said they wanted to show her heroism, that everyone is an Adarna, right? That the kid saved Narda. And I'm like, how did she save Narda? She saved, she, she, she didn't save anyone because she told the name. Yeah. So the, the mayor can still make that connection that it was Narda. Yeah. What the heck? Because like, it's not like Narda is a very common name. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make sense. But that's what one of the production had said, which is we wanted to show loyalty and heroism in everyone. Well, that didn't and come said, across very well. It didn't come across very yeah. well. <laughs> it was just, it didn't make sense. And I think they should take this criticism to heart because mm-hmm. people just care about the show. Yeah. And things like that, like big plot holes like that, it's just unforgivable in like the day and age that we're in. Yeah. So, yeah, she didn't get to save Narda. She said the name. <laughs> I totally get what you mean about Brian because this episode was very Brian-centric. Parang lahat ng characters was reacting yeah. to him, to his to, character. To yeah, to whatever to... happens to his character. And Narda right. was consistently or continuously people. praising him for... The love interest. Yeah, just like, doing you know, his job, basically. Movie, <laughs> yeah, if, when you watch a Lito Lapid movie, she's like, you know, the leading lady. And there were a lot of angry tweets that kept tagging ABS-CBN in the JRB unit. Yeah. My action scene on Sinarda here, eh? the hold-up scene, which was so weird <laughs> because right after she saved that woman, na parang I thought she was isolated. May pop up na tatlong Pokemon to have a picture taken with I mean, her. I think they wanted to inject humor there <laughs> or like, something. Like, which where I get did they ever, come like, from? Hey, that's, that's kind of <laughs> When you do ask for help, help people just kind of stand and watch. That's <laughs> bushes, Yeah, that's bushes. Yeah. Maybe that's like that in Nueva Esperanza. I don't know. But yeah, that was. I was like, so she's just getting petty criminals now. That's something cops should do. Yeah. You know, she, she's the one that should be chasing extras, not Brian. So we can add Brian all we want as a, lo- a love interest. Let's keep him as a love interest. Let's not make him the central point of the story that we are sidelining our main character. Um, you know, I don't think that's too much of an ask. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to establish that love story to tell you the truth. I mean, but I think they're trying, to... but so far they're failing to establish like the connection. <laughs> it's like they're not connected at all. Yeah. But, you know, I know that Narian is coming and I'm not against it like you know i'm not going to fight it mm-hmm. but i am going to fight if regina and brian has anything because that doesn't make any narrative sense at all you know mm-hmm. so that's that's a whole different topic altogether but yeah this episode was just really badly done mm-hmm. so you know but it was a much needed improvement once we got to like the the next few episodes so as I, as you said, it was a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. But um, ba- just based on this episode, and because we are six weeks in, and yet so many aspects unexplored, especially with Narda, who is supposed to be the heart and soul of the show, right? And this episode alone, I think, uh, like you said, got really bashed. And I heard from somewhere, well, this, it's just a rumor, okay? Guys, don't quote me on this, but I heard a rumor that uh, the show or the showrunners are actually doing some reshoots or rewrites. But in your opinion, Amber, based on from what you've seen, what you're seeing right now, at this point, does the show need those? Like, do they actually need to do some reshoots and rewrites? Or we're just jumping I the do, gun too early? I do think so. And I don't think it's a rumor because one of the writers confirmed it on okay. Twitter to, uh, to a fan. So I don't think it's it's a rumor. Um, I think there are revisions being done. And I think, and as I mentioned in our previous episodes, this is something that ABS-CBN does. It's, it's not anything new, which is if there's some sort of alarm, if there is some sort of fan clamor, or, or even if there's a lot of complaints, they fix things. Mm-hmm. Um, but And I know they're trying to rush things around like the 12th week or so because we're at the sixth week yeah um and they're still writing like week 12 okay and that's really close if you think about it for a canned show mm-hmm. 
So they're they're cutting it very very close. So, but again, that's something that they've always done. They do respond to the audience. So, I think reshoots, re revisions are are warranted and it's it's needed. I'm not against that, and it's a good thing because it means that they listen yeah. to you know what what the audience is thinking, or or at least like trying to pander to the audience and again i'm not talking about the shipping here i'm just talking about the very simple complaint of everyone which is why are we focusing too much on brian and not darna slash narda that's a very reasonable complaint that's the complaint all across even the the action sequences right police chasing and also brian action sequence darna like there were like a lot, yeah. a lot of fight scenes, which she would just come at the very end of the fight scene, sometimes just to yung para harangin lang yung granada or bullets, yeah. and then that was it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like well, we don't want Fabinciano 2.0. We had seven years of Fabinciano, and I'm always thinking like, what's up with the cop propaganda for real? And I don't blame the writers on this one. Uh, let's stop blaming the writers. By the way, I think they're powerless in this. If you look at their past work, they are actually, you know, very sort of anti, not anti-government, but they're very critical of the government. They're very critical of the cops. One of them even wrote a very compelling article about the extrajudicial killings under the Duterte government. So let's not blame it all on the writers. These people are just, you know, kind of listening to the powers that be. And I think the powers that be overestimated the provinciano. Yes, um, exactly. I think they're still riding from the high of, of the success of provinciano. Yeah, but that's a whole different show, mm-hmm. and I think it's a different audience. Mm-hmm. It's not the same audience. So it's you know, and and plus, I don't think Coco Martin, who's like very macho, has like that appeal in that like action baraco sense has the same appeal as baby boy Joshua Garcia. So it's so weird to see him in, in this role. Mm-mm. So sometimes align it to like where your actor's appeal is. It's just not working. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but also that's like some of like my, my thoughts too. Like, can we stop blaming the writers? The writers are not writing cop propaganda because if you look at their last works, including Bagman, these are all very, very critical of the authorities and the government. So... I think a lot of this may be, you know, production heads, you know, coming off the high of Fabian Channel. So let's let's direct that towards them. Let's not direct it towards the the writers because just a little research, you would know about the type of work that they have. And I think the writers are mm-hmm. a bit powerless in this and just probably have their hands tied on on this one. And well, in sa Provinciano naman kasi, you know who's who the lead is, right? Now it's really yeah. Coco. Coco Martin. Dito me- medyo parang naiba yung expectation kasi dito. Kasi you were expecting to see Narda here. And then all yeah, of a sudden you signed up like, for Darna. Yeah. You're watching this cops uh, take the lead most of the time. And as I said, unless like Brian wears a star bra, I'm, I'm not signing up for the Brian show. <laughs> Ayan naman yung visual. <laughs> oh, yung visual ko na si Joshua versus yung naka-star bra. Hey Joshua. It improved naman. Right? Yes. Next That's episode, why it's a roller coaster. Yeah, it was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I was like, yeah. okay, we're back. Yeah. Okay, good. That's why I say it. That's the reason why I stay. Because a lot of people are like, then stop watching it. I was like, the reason why I stay is when it's good, it's really it's good. It's really good. Like, yeah. they're, they're like compelling things about it. That's why I'm so invested. That's why if I criticize, I it, it comes from a place that's someone that's really invested in the show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday episodes were really good. Mm-hmm. Pero, Wednesday episode has a lot to talk about. Yeah. Same episode ba yung um, when Noah visited Narda at the foundation? Yeah, Wednesday episode was when Narda was supposed to have lunch with Regina. Yeah, they're having lunches he, together, apparently. It looks like, uh, apparently, like every lunchtime they hang out. Um, <laughs> it's always Regina so, who goes to her station yeah. and <laughs> asks for her, like wait on her every time that she needs something. She goes to Narda. Yes. And then Regina just started waiting and waiting around. I was mm-hmm. like, if that was me, like, you're a busy woman. You're, you're yeah. probably, like, a lawyer. You have cases to handle. Mm-hmm. Won't you just, like, walk away? Or just tell them, like, <laughs> if you see Narda, her. tell her to go to my office. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or text her going like, <laughs> hey, I'll just wait for you in my office. I have like work to do. Or maybe like we can rain check lunch. But no, she started waiting. Yeah. And then she started like going to started the bathroom. Started stalking her in the, the bathroom. And started like knocking. <laughs> and then there was a tweet that I just like, um, someone sent it to me. And while I was working, I was in the middle of like Zoom. Good thing my Zoom was muted. It said something like, is Gina <laughs> listening to Narda shit? She was just like all over like the restroom, like wondering where she was. It was like the most, um, it, it was a hilarious scene for me. With, just like mm. with Gina waiting and waiting. And then um, we have her meet Noah. But, so but I appreciate that hindi niya kasing ugali yung mga ibang EMTs niya na hindi niya tinarayan si Noah. May breeding si Regina. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, She actually just checked, like, for a while she looked at him. Like, you can tell she doesn't trust him. Yeah. But when he said, like, no, I'm not here to criticize your fight, she kind of let it go. A lot of people on My Curious Cat was, was asking, like, why did Regina just allow Noah to be in there she hates Mayor Zaldi she hates Mayor Zaldi but I don't think she's gonna put it on his son and I think Regina's a pretty reasonable person she's smart right she's not mm-hmm. very shallow so I, I think you know she she just kind of let it go when the guy said he wasn't there for a fight and then there was this extremely awkward scene of yeah. Narda coming in like nakikimarita siya dun sa usapan ni Noah ni Narda Noah had to like give her a gift in this brown bag and then Regina just stood there and the thing is a lot of people are like saying oh kinikilig siya supportive friend it's like first off if I'm going to support my friend I'm not going to stand there and eye at him like a hawk yeah. like that is awkward as hell that is not cool that's why Noah had to back out because he felt really awkward because she was eyeing him yeah and then um you know, she kept giving like these weird fake smiles. She she laughed um, as soon as he was about to leave and looked at him and then looked at her like, uh-huh. Um, I, I didn't think it was her being kilig. <clears throat> I didn't really translate it as her in a number backward. I do think she's a yeah. menace though. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think she's just a menace in, in doing weirded that. out by the whole situation because this is the son of the mayor. Nalagi niyang binabasha vlog niya. Yeah, and I think you can see the wheels turning in her head. Mm-hmm. Like, she's trying to measure up Noah. Yeah. Like, is his friend or foe? Is this something that we can, you know, is this someone I can trust? Like, you, you, the wheels are turning in her head. But it was definitely not her being delayed, like Or being jealous, it, even. I don't think she was jealous. I think no. she was eyeing everything. Far from it. <laughs> I don't think she was jealous. But she was a menace, though. I, I, I would think that she was. She was making it really weird and awkward and i think she was aware of what she was doing because that's regina for you Mm -hmm. and the thing about regina is she's mostly masks um she's not the type of person that can show her true self to everyone a lot of the times like look at her when she's in court look at her when she's talking to people in um um uh with with the emts look at her when she's talking to her dad look at her when she's vlogging She's like different people. That's yeah. what's so interesting about Regina. It's like she wears so many masks. And I think, you know, she breaks it down once she's around like Narda and sometimes Ali. So, um, yeah, with Regina, what you see is what you, like what you see is not really what it is. Uh, it's not what you get. There's a yeah. lot more. It's a lot more depth to her than that. After she had a that, court scene. Yeah, I think it was for, for theft. Right? You, we know Regina yeah. works pro I don't really now. remember, but you were all praises. Uh, or Janela. Yeah, and, and, and Janela Salvador liked my, my tweet. Hi, Janela. <laughs> Our client has to go to jail. Go, and then she got mad because she said the reason why the system is so rotten is because of judges like her. And you can see her seething. You can see yeah. her like, you know, really like her rage coming through while she looked really good in that suit. I think Janela <laughs> Salvador should wear more suits. Um, but that's beside the point. So what happened there is it was a very quick shot suddenly of Valentina <laughs> in the shadows. And it ended there, right? Yeah. And that's when we established Valentina as sort of like this vigilante, like anti-hero. And it's, I think it's part of Regina's moral compass 
again, Valentina comes in from Regina when she thinks that she has to fix something in mm-hmm. terms of like where justice lies, right? She doesn't just come in because of rage. Because if if Valentina comes in because of rage, then Mayor Zaldi should have been dead a long time ago. Yeah. It, it looks like it's like a sort of like her skewed sense of justice, not something that Regina ever acted on, but maybe something that she thought about, which is let's right all the wrongs in, in this society. Let's make justice a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And I think she succumbs to that. That's when her moral compass gets skewed. And that's when Valentina comes out. So she kills the judge, although the judge died because of a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because I don't think like Parang anticlimactic, no? I was waiting for her to strike and then the judge died. No, I think because the judge just had to die already. <laughs> yeah. You know, because she saw Valentina, she just like, you know, had a heart attack. Kaita ko magaka heart attack. Ako hindi ata. Kaita wala ng sakit sa puso. I'll drop dead. Valentina can visit me if she wants. Um, <laughs> and we learn that Vince is actually, you know, was was poor and actually met Leonor when yeah. he was younger. They actually had a connection. Had a connection with Narda's mom. So that's why um, his friend approached Narda to maybe help, you know, Vince. Mm-hmm. But this was also the episode that was funny because... <laughs> we had more darling Tina scenes, though. Uh, Lola Berta got like a gift. Yeah. And that was. Regina's really was like a full on Manliligo mode. Yeah, you know? I really legit thought that <laughs> Lola had a Manliligo. Like, I was like, ooh, look at Lola. You still got it. Lola got her groove back. She got Manliligo. And then she's like, oh, Golden Regina. <laughs> I just started cracking up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, Jane DeLeon has great comedic timing. Like, her face, when she saw, like, the card. Mm-hmm. Like, before she knew Lola it. even said that it was from Regina, she already had, like, this face that, that was so um, hilarious. And then, you know, we, 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 we get to the part where Regina was checking in on, on Lola with, with Narda. And yeah. Narda's such a bad liar. I think she needs to improve on that if she wants to be a superhero. I think she's a <laughs> bad liar. Usually superheroes are good liars. But yeah. This one's a really bad one. She needs to 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 practice that a little more. Um, so she said like, yeah, Lola's fine. And that's when she asked if Regina still gets any of like these nightmares. Yeah. Right? Because that's the reason why Regina ran to her in the first part of the week. And um, Regina said, no, I actually feel better ever since we talked. You know, I, it really, you know, maganda pakiramdam niya around Narda and, and yeah. the family. And Sabi niya, mukhang mapapadalas dalo ko sa inyo eh. Yeah, and then even <laughs> asked for a sleepover. And I'm like, I need a sleepover scene then. I laughed when Narda said that sleepover time. I'm like, mm, and then, okay. of course, they like paused and then like they showed like Narda, like, give her that look and the thing is and i don't know if this is an acting choice but jane gives the same like soft face when she's uh, like praying brian like you know narda in love with brian but also with regina so i'm like yeah okay i'm not i'm not (laughs) hating your acting choices i I love it actually it's just so funny like she does this thing that her eyes and her whole face like gets softer yes it's sort of like she's really listening to you and she's sort of like she's really mesmerized she yeah. gives that look to regina yeah that was the time. exact same thing when uh, during that scene when regina said just look into my look eyes into my eyes yeah. yeah she gave that face <laughs> so i was like I-, I love your acting choices but yeah so so she gave regina that yeah, look and again. by the way who invites their boss for a sleepover yeah, no, i'm not gonna invite my boss yeah. for a sleepover it was already like such a task to invite my boss out for ice cream <laughs> wanted to you know she's not from here she's from colorado she visited seattle and she's like let's go get some ice cream and i'm like i know an ice cream place and i'm like oh god i had to hang out with her so i yeah i'm never inviting my boss for a sleepover ice cream's already such a task a sleepover yeah. <laughs> much so yeah, yeah but my, it looks like my boss and i were pretty me- close back then but i would never <laughs> you would never invite, <laughs> invite him or her for sleepover over. <laughs> Would you like if you're having trouble? Would you run to your, you know, will your boss like run to your place? Like if he, him or her, are having like 
um, no. issues. <laughs> they run to your house out of nowhere. No, we would up, share no stuff, personal yeah, stuff, like, like in the office, of but uninvited by them. The Regine was uninvited coming to my like, house. <laughs> I, I know Narda opened her house, but she didn't even give it like a heads up. Like Narda, I'm gonna be here. No, she just like straight up visited. Yeah, and they're all like entertaining. <laughs> it was her cute already. though. Like that, it was cute. I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> We're not complaining. Uh, more of those. I'm please. just saying it's not very boss and um, direct report <laughs> dynamic. It's not. Maybe they're <laughs> not just boss cute. and direct report to each other. Yeah. Well, hopefully they have a sleepover. If yes. you're revising. Oh, handan yun mga coffins nyo pag natulo yun. Since you're revising the script already, add the sleepover there. Yeah, definitely. And then nasabi nyo na eh, walang bawian. And also. I'm just excited for the part that Claudio or Hergis, I think that's his name, played by Joko Diaz, mm. wants to approach Narda so they can both take on General Borgo. Yeah. Um, I I want that to happen soon because there's going to be that conflict that's going to happen to to Narda, right? Mm. Which is. Should I be mentored by the the man that killed my my mother, yeah. or should I, you know, and, and like you know, and really, it's for the greater good. She could save the world if they they tied up together, or is she going to choose her personal feelings and just kill him because she can kill him? But again, Darna is really interesting if you don't focus on Brian because there's so many more interesting things happening mm-hmm. on Darna. Even her guess, like slash Claudia's um, whole s- story, is way more interesting. Yeah, and he's way more human than Brian, and he's an alien. Like he's very relatable. Like his his motivations are sus, but you can tell that you know he wants like the best for it. So it's like stuff like that. This is what we I want. I still don't fully trust him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I like that about him that we don't fully trust him. But you know, there's like that lure to him. But that's yeah. the thing. There's complexity there. We we like it when characters are a little bit more complex. Yeah. If we're going to talk about complexity of all complexity, what have been saying? <laughs> let's talk about Regina. Now that's a complex one. Yeah. For this episode, this is about Borgo. He's Regina's dad. That's the theory. Well, we don't quite see it. But yeah, we didn't see it. But I mean, the like, hints are so strong. like obvious. That's always been the theory that you know, because I always thought that he had Richard Kwan's eyes. At this point. Borgo said that he has a secret weapon, right? Mm-hmm. And that secret weapon is basically destined, fated to kill Darna. A lot yeah. of people heard kapatid actually said, papatayin, hindi kapatid po ang sinabi. Because <laughs> people are like, did he say kapatid? I was like, no, uh-huh. papatayin, papatayin, guys. <laughs> Nagpanik yung mga tao. <laughs> We're not going sweet home Alabama here. Um, like panicking Darlentina. Because you know Borgo is not very clear when he talks. Yeah. Like, he has like that Darth Vader ass thing, and he's like, and they heard like kapatid. I said, no, he said papatayin. So apparently, his secret weapon did their hearts just drop. So don't worry, guys. He said papatayin, not kapatid. He has a secret weapon that will kill Darna. Fated, really yeah. created to kill Darna. Mm-hmm. Going back to Sandra saying like, so what's your secret weapon? And he said like, if I told you, I will kill you. Yeah. And so we he gets out of the car and you see him transform into the suit that Rex Vanguardia always wears. And I'm like, uh-oh. And then we transition yeah. to Regina. Are you happy about this those... development? I do. I predicted it. Oh. Just because of the eyes, right? Yeah. But I do like this. I, it brings much more to the story, I think, but it also gives like Regina such a tragic arc to her. I know, I know, um, right? You know, ironically, she does not like Valentina at all. Yeah, we learn in like Friday's episode yeah. that she hates Valentina, which I thought she was funny. hates her. Um, <laughs> but if you think about this, it's so tragic because. She doesn't even know that she's the villain in the story. She's basically created as a weapon in a way, right? This is a girl that's so starved from love that just wants like a better world. Doesn't 
really get any kind of empathy from her father. Things changed for her four years ago, and she doesn't she has no clue that she's a secret weapon, and she is fated to kill her best friend, or, or whatever they are, um, <laughs> or you know, future girlfriend, whatever you yeah. want to call it. So it's so tragic. It's so like angst-ridden, and I'm here for it. I'm going to eat it up. I hate fluff. I mm. like angst. So I'm I'm all for the angst. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I can't handle the angst. I'm like, yep, bring it, bring it. Yeah. But I don't want the angst to revolve around a man. This type of angst, different ideologies, one fated to really kill you. Those, that's the type of angst that I'm in for. Yeah. And I think well, you know there will be aspects of this that will be like that. I'm, I really like the way that they went in that direction. That she actually hates Valentina. Yeah. <laughs> She's very complex, but she also hates anyone with superpowers, right? <laughs> she said she hates extras. But this may be a deeper story. Mm-hmm. She may be blaming them with what happened to her or like her family four years ago. Remember, she probably witnessed like the Darna and the cyborg fight. Mm-hmm. So she hates Darna. She hates anything with superpowers, extras. So her hate for Valentina, I think, is warranted, but it just makes her way more complex than what it is. Yeah. So, and also, like, um, kind of describing her, her, really, she's not into, like, this quick justice type, the extrajudicial type of killings, too. But, again, makes it more tragic because, girl, it's you. Honey, I don't know how <laughs> to tell you this, but it's you. Yeah. Um, and, and then... They're, we, like, Valentina get- apologists. Uh, they're actually social media apologists (laughs) they're valentina apologists and scholarly articles by the way defending valentina like i've seen it actual scholarly articles very well written articles on the lure of valentina through the years and even Daniela salvador herself playing valentina um because they think that she always kind of represents the wrongs in society and kind of puts like a glaring mirror at it in any generation of valentina like apparently valentina is always well loved but more so now um, with Janela's portrayal. And there was an article on why there's such an attraction for, for Valentina. But it's funny, things are meta here, I guess, um, because even in the Darna universe, there are Valentina apologists, right? <laughs> yeah. There are people, there are people that, are said, that are saying like, well, is she really that bad? Like, you know, the reason why... You know, we don't even have these gangsters um, is because of her. Like, she kills, like, the gangsters. She's faster than the cops. Um, so, is she really that bad? And and one even said, like, Kaya lang siya hindi nagpapakita kasi humble siya. Tawa ko lang tawa. When I was, like, reading, like, these these comments that they had for Valentina. Humble siya. <laughs> humble daw kasi kaya hindi nagpapakita si Valentina. So, the people of Nueva Esperanza are, like, responding as Valentina apologists. Um... And we get to explore, you know, sort of like Darna again, getting scared of her, of, of Valentina. And we also get to explore, you know, in that episode, Regina being very critical of the government, again, the cops, and even mm-hmm. Darna, right? All throughout when she's vlogging, she's calling them out because they're not really stopping anything. Yeah, she has a it's point, like, though. Like, <laughs> but she did have a point when, when she said, like, you know, I thought like, how come you superpowers? Darn it, superpowers. Like, how come you're not stopping anything? I love Janelle in these scenes when she's doing like the vlogging thing. Like her facial expressions, expressions mm-hmm. are so expressive. Um, and then in in this episode too, we get to um, Darna beating the clone man. Right, he surrenders, but they put him in, in jail. Yeah, but which nag- is probably not like the best din yung Naruto thing. powers niya. <laughs> yung nagko-clone naalala ko lagi si Naruto best. every time <laughs> nagko-clone si Naruto the anime character oh yes yes <laughs> I was like probably not like the best route to go to <laughs> right for for you to um put them in regular jail although in Smallville again let's admit it Darna has a lot of similarities with CW Smallville Smallville was a show from 2001 to 2011 for you young kids um and it was basically about clark kent in his early days as mm. superboy but he wasn't in like costume yet he's not fully embracing being superman yet and his rivalry with lex luther um but 
you know, a lot of like the villains there are the same. They got hit by um, the meteorite, or like here in Darnas, the crystals. There, it's like the kryptonite. They get hit by the mm-hmm. kryptonite, and they develop like these weird superhuman abilities. So at first, they also put them in jail, but it didn't work, of course, right? Because they have superhuman abilities. So they funded like what they call the Bell Reeve there. So mm. I don't know if Darna's going to go through that route because Maybe if they're going the to, to jail the extras, I don't yeah. think regular jail will work for them. Let's be real. <laughs> but in fairness, Smallville also went through something like this, which is like they put them in jail for a while. Baka like, okay, yung mga yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, they did the Bell Reeve. So probably someone has to fund the Bell Reeve. Um, maybe Rex Van Guardia will. Yes, you know, just a, a whole arc about, you know, Valentina and, yeah. and Regina was just very, very interesting. And what was your favorite I, part of this week? Yeah, actually, like... Basically the all the arc, Regina scenes. <laughs> I think, you know, Regina, Van Guardia, Valentina is the best written part of this drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think, you know, it, just her complexity from being like a vigilante to Regina not even really wanting this to her being like a secret weapon to her being like what a tragic you know, character, Narda. <laughs> it's such a tragic character, but like played with such complexity. By again, I'm going to to go on like a Janela um, praise. Uh, by all means, please. Uh, here but um yeah she really pulls off that complexity mm-hmm. like from even like that scene when she was laughing because the judge died oh my god this is the you know the, this kind of like I love it. <laughs> laugh with it like i got goosebumps like someone actually said who has like no context of darna i had a friend who had no context of darna i had her watch that scene right yeah shout out to jam i had her watch that scene and she's like, I'm sold. I'm watching this. She's like, oh my god. It's like goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Right? Because she's like, oh, it's like she's like Joker. Um, you know, she she just has this very complex take on the villain. You know, she has a lot of depth. Talaga as an actress. And I think this role is so emotionally exhausting. Because Regina has several layers, several masks yep. that that she 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 really wears. And yeah, that's that's like um, my 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 take. And I think we agree on this. I just saw your tweet mm-hmm. um, a while ago, which you tweeted like I think eight hours ago or nine hours ago. And that is, you think if they made Regina canonically like in in, in canon, like yeah. queer, queer or bi, makes so much sense. That's what I think. Yeah, so too. from she's very queer coded. From base like, on like. What already happened? She's already giving us a very gripping performance, by yeah. the way. But it will just take it to a whole new level. Exactly. I, th- I think just with their writing, that it it makes most sense. Even yeah, like if they wrote her out as a bisexual character, it will make sense. Yeah, like no one's going to bat an eyelash. And we're not saying that because we're queer. No, no it's no, just no, no. it just it's makes so much coded. sense. Yeah, very coded. Like she has more. You know, she's reacted to Brian, but she has more violent reactions with Narda yeah. than Brian. Yeah. So it's okay. like, I think queer Regina, queer Valentina will be like a, a great, um, you know, um, kind of iteration of, of, of how we've seen Valentina. Because mm-hmm. they say like Valentina in every generation is different. Making her yeah. queer will just be much yeah. more fascinating and interesting. It will add such depth to your story already that mm-hmm. you have i think it should work if they want to 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 go that route it yeah. makes most sense because mm-hmm. i think queer narda is kind of hard to write in like mm-hmm. it's hard to like retcon that as a writer but i think queer regina yeah. makes most sense if we're going to go that route mm-hmm. um and here's another thing there's a, there's been like a lot of of tweets lately about I like Darlentina, but I don't understand why the shippers want to turn this into a GL. So <laughs> when people are shipping, this is the thing. I don't think they want Darna to be the rich man's daughter. That's the thing. I, yeah. I this is what I don't understand about you know, and the thing is this is coming from 
gay men. So I, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. understand why you don't understand this. But you know, when when people are saying that they want things to be a little bit more queer in a superhero show, we're not asking Darna to be the rich man's daughter. Mm-hmm. We're not asking Darna to be Lulu. You know, we're just thinking of things being casually said, or, yeah, or you know, implied, or even just explicitly told there that this person's queer, but this this show will still keep going with how the storyline is. We're not asking for that to be central. We're not asking for the show to be romantic. We're, you know, why can't we're not asking for them to make out on screen? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, like the, the the way they're reacting, it's like we're asking them to scissor on screen. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> like with the way that they're like violently reacting it's like no one's asking for for this to be a full on gl <laughs> things can be casually keep queer and we can keep the story going mm. what we're all like what darlentina fans are asking at least even for me as my perspective is just to like explore that dynamic that we already have yeah actually like how they're focusing on it right now just keep doing more of that mm. like i'll be happy if an endgame happens, that's great. But we're not new to fandom. It's not about endgame here. It's just more of the exploration yeah. and the complexity of that dynamic. But I think, you know, it will be great if they made <laughs> Regina Cannon queer because it had all, it has all the hints. She's very queer coded for sure. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Saka hindi how, siya hindi siya parang mag- pilit. Right, just because Correct. you wanted to, it's just it came out of it nowhere. just fits if they yeah. want to go that direction. And it will be a good representation of bisexuality yes. too. No, oh, it will just really fit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if she has like, you know, the unrequited love, adds a bit more to. It's an option. Already very viable character. option. If you want to yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah. Yeah, but I, I agree with you on the, on that tweet. Like canon queer Regina will add so much Chef's more layers kiss. to this story. So, yeah, that's that's my thoughts about this week. Yeah. So a lot of violent reactions. So I was also thinking, well, this is a kiddie show. Like, are we asking for too much? Maybe you know, yeah. we're, are we in a bubble? But I think it's a challenge to get out of the formula every once in a while to push the boundaries a little bit and. Yeah. Reassess your audience, like give them a bit more credit. You like, know, people say masayane. I mean, that's borderline that offensive. Masa should not equate offensive. to subpar quality. And I saw some tweets na like we're asking for too much. What are we nitpicking? We're not even asking for better special effects or production value because let's admit it, it's there's a lot to be desired in those departments. But, but it I is what it is. Yeah, we understand mm-hmm. that. What are we asking for? We're just asking for very basic stuff like consistent writing, sensible story, and clear character motivations. That's it. Right? Yeah. It's very basic stuff. Yeah. And, you know, when they say, like, I actually got like a CC, like a Curious Cat question, which is like, why do you take Darna so seriously? It's a masa show. It's Mm. made for, like, you know, the the Aling in the Palenque or, you know, the, 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 driver um here and there it's it's not made for you it's made for like the yayas and everything outside wow how insulting can you be so first off i have the taste for masa shows i grew up in what they call masa shows mm-hmm. i'm a huge teleseria fan i grew up watching that stuff and the thing is teleseries and i know how you look people look at philippine tv as sometimes like subpar and just like really shitty but like there are really good things out there yeah. And Hollywood also turns out a lot of crap, so stop yeah. it with that. That's just <laughs> that's just you looking at um Filipino shows um in inferior lenses. But masa shows can be extremely intelligent, you know? Yeah. Like Magaribal is about women empowerment. And there was a huge rivalry there with Vera, played by Angel Aquino, and Victoria played by Gretchen Barreto. And it did not include a man, and people ate that up, right? Yeah. There are um, stories like Catorce, which is actually something that um, the Darna um, head unit um, director actually did. And that was also very well written, which is like you choose yourself. And if you are going to find love, find someone that's, you know, not toxic. Find someone that's right for you. So, you know, these massa shows like Wildflower, um, a great um, sort of reflection or glaring mirror on our society 
Mm-hmm. If you look at The Killer Bride, again, all about female empowerment and like, you know, taking things in your own hands as a woman, even though that society doesn't push you to do that. So masa shows can be intelligent, are mm. intelligent. So, you know, stop underestimating the masa. It's really offensive. Like, you know, it, you know, it doesn't mean that Hollywood's just highbrow. Like asking for really bare minimum, yeah. as you said, like, you know, things that will make sense in a narrative, better characterization, making your hero or heroine like the central part of your story instead of a bland cop. Mm. Stop giving us cop propaganda. Those are just bare minimum things. The shippers are not unreasonable. So, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's not like we live in an ego chamber. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I look at casual viewers all the time. And we all have the same sentiments. So, yeah, I'm here for progress in the Dharna show. And I'm looking forward to a better Dharna show. So far, I'm seeing improvements, even yeah. with the preview next week. Yeah. Which Looks is, like Darna um, and Claudia is going to have a face-off, Claudio, finally. All very exciting stuff. Also, more action scenes, sequences for Darna, aside yeah. from being tagasanga ng bala or granada yeah. <laughs> for Brian. <laughs> or just inject a bit more humor and fun to it. Yeah. Because like this soap for superhero shows a little too serious. It takes itself too seriously, I think. Yeah. Even in like the most big budget DC and Marvel movies, there's a camp factor to mm-hmm. it. So I like I loved it when they showed Jane DeLeon being arrogant as she was Darna when she was fighting like the bad guys. We need more of that um, because superhero shows are supposed to be fun. It doesn't. It's not supposed to feel like a melodrama. Mm-hmm. So sometimes injecting more of that campiness. Mm. Like adds on to the superhero show, so that's also one of my criticisms. And actually, like weird things, like my writer, the one of the writers, like retweets my stuff and really criticisms. Like when I said like that, like it should be more fun. Mm. She actually retweeted it. Oh, like she would like my stuff. So yeah. Hi, writer. Hello, writer. We love you, Miss Jan. <laughs> Again, I'm not blaming you at all. I know your past work. So. Yeah. Hello, writer. <laughs> The thing lang with the show is talagang if it's bad, it's really bad. So my aspects naman, if it's good, it's really good. Right? That's why I stay now. When it's good, it's really good. Yeah. It's only bad when it's Brian-centric. <laughs> can he just be the love interest? That's all I ask. He can just be the love interest, just not the central character. That's all I ask. Yeah. It's not too much to ask. A better Darna moving forward. And for more Darlentina scenes, of course, and more Regina scenes at this point, um, Regina is one of the only main reasons why I'm watching the show, uh, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. Janelle is really good. Huge part and, of it's um, Regina's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her arc is really good. So, you know, uh, she could carry an episode. She could carry an episode. Yeah. I would watch like a movie that's yeah. just focused on Regina's character yeah. or Valentina. If there's going to be a spinoff, I would watch the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's encouraging that they're doing at least rewrites and reshoots if that's if that's what they're doing right now. That's uh, I think that's a positive improvement. So I guess we're still watching this show uh, unless Regina's taken out. I don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> in the near future. But yeah, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this uh, part three of our discussion of uh, yeah, Darna. Thank you so much. For- listening there's an increase of our listeners so thank you and that mean vadim yeah you know, and stop asking amber on listening. dates no no it's not <laughs> <I don't, laughs> it's like one person no but if you're 27 and above hi. Oh, 27 and above uh, lang, ah. <laughs> 27 to 50 <laughs> That's the age range. <laughs> oh, I got them bought on each Jane. They're like 24. How old are they? Uh, 24? Huh? Yeah. And I keep checking out. Checking See, how old is he? I think he's around that age. But I, I never, like, I love him as an actor. He looks 16. But I always saw, saw him as a baby boy. Yeah. Hmm? He looks 16. Security, yeah, there's also young. one... Reason yeah, why I could like not take him boy. seriously as a cop. He looks like he smells like a baby because powder. He, he looks so young. He looks like he has a bimpo in his head. No, it's a back. 
Parang ganun yung datingan niya. Noong unang so week nga, di ba, sabi ko, para siyang, ano, ang cute ni Brian, para siyang, ano, schoolboy na nagpo-polis-polisan. Yeah, ganun nga. <laughs> I like, the, the most that I like Not about, his fault, not his fault. I mean, his fault. if he looks like that. Like, the most enjoyable Brian scenes for me are when he's in his apartment, fanboying Darna. <laughs> That's it. In a fanboy siya. Yung yeah, yeah. Siyang fanboy. <laughs> yeah, because he does that so naturally. But as a cop, it's just, not pulling off but I like Joshua as an actor mm-hmm. he's a baby boy yeah alright <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so good. Good. <laughs> but anyway 